What'd you say? Heydays Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Heydays Podcast. Episode number is it three? Two, three? <laughs> I think it's two or three. We're not, we're gonna do this like once once in a blue moon. No, once. When was the last time we did ours? It was before the uh, probably two three months ago. It was before the uh, the oh god the Hilton gig. That was in August. Okay, so it's like two it's months ago. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have to do this weekly. Nope. We do, do whatever. Do it whenever we want. So <laughs> we just played three gigs in the last two months, three two, uh month and a half. Yeah. From what August. Did we do? So we did the downtown gig, we did the Redbud gig, and then we did the Waterloo gig. Yes. And we have one more gig coming up. What what was your favorite out of those? Favorite overall favorite? Mm, I think the downtown gig. It's different. Yeah, it was a lot of work. It was a lot. It was more a work. long day. Yeah, it was a long day. It was two a long hour, two day. two hour sets. But it was cool. It was a marathon. Yeah, it was cool being that backdrop. I still think I still had a lot more fun. At, I like the Waterloo, the wine bar. Yeah, I just love playing there. Like that's, the the crowd's really into it. It's they a had great the, play. They love us there. Yeah. So shout out anybody who's listening and came to any of those gigs. Thanks for coming to the gigs. For sure. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of positive feedback um, from the Waterloo gig. I mean, we always get positive feedback, but I like that you were saying like they're in Waterloo. They're trying to get that Nashville vibe going. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was definitely getting a little bit of a Nashville vibe down. Did there. you? Yeah, like all the bars there and like bands outside. It was just a fun night. I think people had a good time and they were into it. They were putting requests out. We were playing the requests because they actually request something that we could actually play. Which is always makes us look good. Randomly, a, cl- a class of 1999 reunion showed yeah, up. That was cool. That was perfect. Next time we go there, we'll we'll ha- we'll uh, fix our PA issue. Yeah, we ran a lot. That was a, that was actually probably the yeah. most negative feedback. Couldn't hear you guys. Couldn't hear Mindy. Couldn't hear. Couldn't hear your guitar. Couldn't hear. There's a lot of that. Yeah. But you know, it's always like first time playing. It's like we're spending half the time like setting up, just trying to figure out how we want to set this. Yeah, up. Yeah, we had like minimal setup time. Yeah, because uh, there was a band right before us, so it's just like it's hurry up, get it all out. Not only that, that place outside, it's more wide than long so it's hard to be loud but not be loud yeah you know what i'm saying because like you don't you don't want to be so loud where you're blowing people out of the water like and the other thing is there's people behind you as well like there's people on the side of you and in front of you so it's always that makes the setup kind of weird too we'll know even though i guess next time we play there we'll be inside because of the weather yeah but do we have another gig there? You got something set up? I mean, he's going to book us. Yeah. He's going to book us. I don't know. I told him, like, not not very often. Let's do it, like, every two or three months. I don't want to be, I don't want to do that good. once a month. Yeah. I like playing I think there. he said, like, around January, maybe. January, February. Yeah. Um, Just a good vibe there, though. Yeah. Just, it's fun. I don't know. This is, like, the best time for that area, too, because it's yeah, not hot. Weather, it's not cold. Outside. It's, I mean, it'll be definitely different in, in, january and february yeah even outside of playing gigs i think next time i want to go out let's go to waterloo well i work there so just come on by yeah anytime except i don't drink so well (laughs) uh we got good water there you go you got a club sodas for me we don't have oh yeah we have not for sale but we have club sodas there perfect we have soda uh we water Uh, i'll drink water that's it there you go you need to get some of that non-alcoholic beer from, yeah, uh, we may need to go back. I was doing that for a while, the non-alcoholic beer stuff. But I was like, what's the point? Might as well just not taste. drink it all. The taste, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long that it's almost like I got a streak going with no beer. You need like your... Break it. I'm not making light of this because it's, it's serious, but you need like your your chip. My your chip. Coins. <laughs> yeah, a year. I'm a year sober. Yeah. Oh, are you recovering? No, nope. nope. just by choice. <laughs> just decided I was going to oh, stop okay. for a while and then just kept going. Well, good for you. Yeah. And I'll have to start back up at some point, just so I'm not that guy that just never drinks. Well, ever since, I don't know when it started. But like I I went from, it's maybe just old age, I don't know, but like I just feel like my hangovers have been getting worse, mm-hmm. obviously, as as they do as you get older. But it just as soon as like I start feeling buzzed, 
mm-hmm. like extra. I say extra, like the, the 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 transition from buzz to drunk, like somewhere in between there. Like once I am like that, I immediately go, I need to drink water. I don't want to be. I don't want to be so messed up in the morning. That's kind of my idea. So you, so you can't be in the moment, just enjoying your time. You're, you're so just, old that you're like have experience that you old? have to stop whatever you're doing and go get a drink of water. I mean, not like that, but is it old or just smart? Wise. Because I just know how wisdom. if I keep going at this rate, I know how I know what kind of day I'm going to have the next day. And it depends what I have going on the next day. If I have to work or something, I work on the weekends. But like the funnest nights for the nights that you don't care what tomorrow's going to be like. That's true. I haven't had a night out like that in a while. Even when I went to Nashville... I mean, we we were drinking all, literally all day. We went on like a a, uh, a bourbon tour, like at two, yeah. and we were drinking before that. And then we did the bourbon tour, and we were doing bourbon sipping and tasting, mm-hmm. and that got us a little messed up. And then we went straight there to downtown. Saw our old buddy play drums. Got wasted there. <laughs> wasted like $150 later. But that's when I... We, and I mean, we... Let's see his he went on at six thirty. We got there about you know, a little bit after that. We were there till he was done. Nine, ten. So we were drinking that whole time. Sipping but, on whiskey. I don't know if I was sipping. Bourbon. Yo, yeah, we kept the bourbon going all day. It was just once 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 we got on that bourbon train, we didn't leave it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, towards the end I'm just like just downing water. Like the the waitresses were just or the bartenders. They <laughs> probably they, get annoyed by you. They were very annoyed. Cause I wasn't tipping and like every five minutes, Hey, can I have another water, please? Very polite. Can I have another water, please? And then like, by like the seriously, I probably had like 10 to 12 cups of water. <laughs> really? And by like that 10th one, they're like, they weren't putting ice in it. And one like filled it up with the hot water. And I'm like, I can't drink this. And I was being, I mean, I was feeling good. I'm like, hey, is there any chance you could put cold water in here? <laughs> oh man, I get the biggest eye roll. Like F this guy. Uh, but yeah. So, and I didn't wake up that hungover. Felt pretty good, actually, for drinking all day. There you go. Especially on a car ride home from Nashville. You know you know, know how awful know. that can be. That can be terrible. I've been there. <laughs> it's not fun. I think that's what, yeah, that was the reason I kind of stopped was the hangover just got so bad. It's like I just need to take a break from alcohol, and just the break just kept going. Yeah. It's like, eh, I just don't need it. I mean, I like to, especially, I'll drink more during the summer. Like, especially, you know, after I, you know, Friday night or after I get done mowing the grass or something, have a beer, have, yeah, a, have a margarita. There are certain times where, like, we were, like, went on the lake this summer. It's like, yeah, beer right now sounds yeah. pretty good. You know, there's just cert- certain occasions, certain times. It's like, I don't even want to, like, go out and party or nothing. I just want, like, sometimes it's just some moments that just a beer just sounds nice right now. Well, and it's just you know you probably you're probably limited to just drinking that right the sparkling water. Yeah, you don't drink much off of it. So sometimes it's like especially on like a Friday night or Friday before the night. It's like I want something different, something that's yeah, a little extra, a little special, something to yeah, that's not just any other day. It's a special occasion. So maybe you can just drink like a root beer. Maybe it's got caffeine in it. I don't know. I haven't done. It's been even longer since I've done a soda. There you go. You can just have a sugar rush instead of an yeah, alcohol rush. rush. Actually, what my special occasion, every once in a while I do drink coffee because I, I don't really do caffeine either, but okay. I, I will about once a month or so I'll have a coffee and I get like wired from that. Wasn't that your pre-show drink? Yeah, so a lot, times, a lot of times before shows I'll drink a coffee. Like if I'm just like not feeling like super high energy, it's like I'll do a coffee and I'll get high energy mm. after that. Do you have any, do you drink at all during, before shows or during shows? No, definitely not, dur- not de- definitely not before because... I don't know. It just it, like some people just like to take the edge off a little bit. Yeah, it seems like Pat always has a beer. Pat, yeah, Pat always has a beer. I I don't know. I feel like it's just it's just rush, 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 and yeah. then you're playing. So there's no time to think about anything else. Yeah, and like I, I want to make sure like all the levels are right. And I mean, it sounds whatever. It sounds like I should just enjoy the moment more, but but it's just that first set. Then the second set, it's like okay, I'll have a drink. Okay, but I never. I might have one, maybe two. Yeah. throughout the two sets the, yeah. the by the last two sets yeah cause i know it's like when if i'd be drinking and try to play like i'd just get really sloppy so mm-hmm. i just i never i've never like drank and played i used to like in the otl days I used to drink a lot really i mean not i mean 
just like a enough to get buzzed after i mean with those songs i knew them yeah i'd want to like after a show or something i'd be like okay now we can we can relax a little bit and not be so serious and and just, hey we just played a gig it's always a good time to like now it's, it's time right. to have fun that's how i kind of view it but i i do miss the days the original music days where like the pa was already set up <laughs> all we had to, and we had time to warm up you had time to like yeah. strum your guitar a little bit before you go out and you know now there's we don't have that yeah it's like i mean unless we go to get Sky. off work go to hey, pretty much just get off work uh, get the get equipment load up, the equipment you know sometimes you, there, sometimes you only have 45 minutes set up and you're playing start playing that's yeah that's the only thing i don't like yeah and we don't have it down to a science yet because i feel like every place we go it's different yeah it's a different we, setup a different type of i think we're getting better at it though yeah well especially the last two they're outside and I feel like outside is a completely different story because yeah. you don't have anything for the for the sound to bounce back at you. Just it's always mm-hmm. going out. Well, the last couple of times we've had to deal with lights too. Yeah. It's been night shows outside that we've had to do the lights. Like when we do sky, we don't have to we worry about it. We always do lights, but we don't. Right. But we always, now we're hanging them. Yeah. Now that you got your nice little stand. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're big time now. Just more work. Yep. Just another thing. But I think now we got that down. So yeah. But it is kind of nice going to Sky every once in a while and just showing up. Yeah. The load in, load out is so much easier. It's not to worry about amplifiers or nothing. I just have to worry about my bass rig. That's it. In this show, it's the early gig. Yeah. The next one coming up November 1st. I'm going to promote it as the happy hour gig. Yeah, happy hour Come on after work and have a drink. For sure. See some music. See see some music? Hear some. See us play music. But we are pretty beautiful looking. Oh, yeah. It's a lot to see. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. It, quite, it is. I was wanting to do. I don't. Probably shouldn't do it for this gig. But I want to take like. Sky would be a, a cool place to do it. Do like a short gig and do nothing but like the pop punk stuff. I feel like the pop punk goes over so well, lately. Yeah. And it's just like it's it's stuff you can't play everywhere. Yeah. But man, when we play when, it, people, when people love like, it. Oh yeah. I mean that's so, that's my I love pop. It's like, punk. man, what if we just did like an hour, hour and a half, nothing but pop punk? I feel like I bring in a little more like pop punk song comes up. Like I feel like I, I up my level a little bit. Oh yeah. Even Mindy said she's like, Oh yeah, P- Paul's got the pop punk. <laughs> Paul has the pop punk down. Yeah. Yes, he does. I, I love that stuff. That's his era. I think my favorite song to play right now that we're doing is Sugar We're Going Down. Yeah, it's fun. I, I love playing that song. I never liked that song. I don't know why. Uh this is the one you wanted to learn. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's easy. What do you think of it now? Drop D. I like it. It's it's fun to play. It's good energy. It's not too hard. Yeah. It's got doesn't have a guitar solo, but has like some leads. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's that's the thing. Like it's it's those type of songs, it's like I feel like we turn it on extra. Mm-hmm. That song, uh, My Own Worst Enemy. Mm-hmm. Anytime we do any blink song, mm-hmm. play the old school Green Day. So we should do that. Not form a separate band by any means, but just like just have take, like a pop punk just night. Just take a gig. Yeah, pop punk night. The pop pop punk heydays. Pop punk heyday. Yeah. Pop punk heyday. It's got a good ring to it. Play uh, Jimmy World. Yeah, that'll count. Anything in like what 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 would that be? I mean, would Green Day be considered that? I'd say ninety four so, yeah. Green Day. Oh yeah. Like Dookie that's like, Green Day. Yeah, it's like the first. They're like the God. Well, are they the Godfathers like, of pop punk? That's like Generation One pop punk right there. They're the Godfathers. I think so. Not like, like what's the difference? What what's the difference between pop punk and punk? I'm bad with genre. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's like, got like the melody. It's more you can sing along to it a lot easier. But punk's like threat more like thrash, like yeah, hardcore. Yeah. So what about bands like MXPX and No Effects? And I consider uh, that more punk. Okay. And then like someone like a yellow card pop punk. So a commercial success. Yeah. I think that just, that defines pop punk. Yeah, like it has like pop pop like melodies. So Green Day's definitely you can, yeah you can Green Day's definitely the the, yeah, the grandfather God. Well, because Green Day is punk, but they have like you can it's stuff you can sing along to. So I think that's that's how I always defined it. Yeah, oh, that's why I think the difference is. We could definitely do that with Green Day. Shoot, we do like three. We can probably learn another Green Day song, four yeah. Green Day songs. Shoot, we can do five Blink songs. <laughs> and go. then the ones we already do, the other pop punk songs. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll be a we'll be a pop punk tribute band. Or even just, we don't have to do the whole night. We just do a set. That's pop, what I mean. Pop yeah. punk set. Not like four hours. Just we probably already have that. Yeah. Let's I'm do down. It. I'm totally down. I probably like when I'm playing those songs. I feel like I black out and it's like, like the whole, <laughs> <laughs> like the time just flies by. What happened? What happened? We just played seven, eight, nine songs. I don't even you know. Were, you were pop punking it I out. Pop punk. I was like jumping around doing, I don't know, my pop punk jumps. We'll work on it. Sky would be a cool place to do it. I don't know if the we'd have to bring a crowd. I don't know if that clientele will appreciate yeah. pop punk for an hour and a half. Probably or an hour, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You gotta wait, like there's just some people in the crowd that just they'll request it and like, okay, it's one of those it's a pop punk crowd. But I feel like every, yeah, I feel like every show we do. Yeah, I feel like they respond like a big group of people respond to blink. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, we play the the radio blink, but we also I don't know. It was like rock show. That's pretty popular. Yeah, well, his first date seems to always get a really good. Yeah, I don't know. Like when we were in, uh, was it uh, not Waterloo? Redbud. 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 We played. Uh, we played uh, first date, and that one got a really good response. Yeah. Definitely. So, or we could even take it a step further. It'd have to be just a pop punk show, but we do like the, like the long shorts. Do the look. The long shorts, the t- tall socks, the vans. <laughs> That's like the 90s pop punk. Are you going to do like the early 2000s pop punk where it's like all black and real baggy pants? Nah. And don't like that version of it. Nah. I think that's... All think black? We're, yeah. Who was who all black? Look at uh, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. That, oh, so uh, that blank? That blank versus mm-hmm. Enema of the State blank. Like that was like the... There's only like, what, two years between those two, but you can see like the 90s version versus the 2000s version. We'll I think get, that's, the we'll, that's, that's the difference in age between me and you. I'm more of the the 2001 pop punk, and you're more of the 1999 pop punk. Uh, I mean that's I was in high school. Yeah, you for both you, of those. you started. Yeah, but I was I was a freshman and I was one. never actually I was never pop punk. I you hated weren't? I hated it. Really? Yes. What were you, Mr. Foo Fighter, or what were you? Uh, are you like uh No, man. Rage I was against the machine. Yeah, you were a big Rage fan. Rage fan for sh- like 99 because they had they had uh. The album with Gorilla Radio, so the Battle of Los Angeles. That was like my first rock record. One of my first. Is that the one that uh, the Matrix, uh, the song at the end of the Matrix? No, that's the very first one. Oh, okay. The very first time. And then I went back, and then I got those two albums. And okay. so I was a huge Rage guy. Rage, uh, Tool, um, Chili Peppers. Oh, that's right. You're a big Chili Peppers guy. Kind of Radiohead, just like that genre Radiohead. Uh-huh. Just, just um, OK Computer. I didn't like really anything before or anything <laughs> after that. But I love that album. What else? I don't know. So I was like that genre, which I yeah. don't. It's not even it's a weird, genre. Like, it's still under that umbrella of alternative. But I just hated Blink. I hated <laughs> Blink. And my brother, who was let's see, I was fourteen. He was eight. He's eight years younger. So he loved it. And like. They suck, man. They suck. <laughs> like, look at you. Like, they make they make music for eight year olds. <laughs> but it's so funny. Like, and then, like, I don't know, as a thirty year old, I'm like, man, they're pretty good. Yeah. But I I, I do like the newer, more mature ish Blink. Yeah. Like from from uh, the self titled up. Yeah. You know, I love the self titled. Even the newer stuff. They no. just came out with a new album. No, I'm not a fan of that. The I try nine. to I try to listen to. I, listen I haven't listened to first, the whole thing yet. I listened to the first I'm almost two, scared two because three. I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah, I've only heard. There was one. I forget even what song. Like that shows how much I remember the song now. But it sucks. It was like, like one that I kind of liked. I loved California. Yeah. I mean, love. I'm. I. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did like California. I. I mean, their other albums are so much better, but yeah, I even like Neighborhoods. Yeah, I like. I remember a lot of. What about like Blink neighborhoods like versus that. California? What would you like better? Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. I think so too. I like Tom and the band. Yeah. It doesn't feel like Blink. Exactly. It's like Van Halen with, with, with uh, Gary Sharon as the singer, <laughs> their third singer. Yeah, it's yeah. Van Halen, but it's not. Yeah. I'm not a huge Skiba fan. I'm not a huge fan of his voice. No. Maybe Alka- even like Alkaline Trio I was never a big fan, but then he's doing Tom songs and it's just. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. I mean, it was okay when we, not this last tour, but the tour before when we saw him, I thought he actually pulled it off pretty well, but the more I'm hearing now, I guess they're doing more like older stuff. Yeah, I, they, I, well, yeah, the, I went to the show the and they played all of Enema. I, just, I didn't like no. it. 
Like they're Tom songs. Like he tried to do. They should have just done more California, because like what they're his songs, so they're not so they. It's supposed to sound like that. I, yeah, once I think it, they only did one song off California in the whole show. That's so weird. Like once they started doing, like once they started singing, uh, "Stay Together for the Kids," I'm like goodbye. Yeah, sorry. They didn't do that song in the last show. Oh, they didn't. Mm-mm. But I guess they did because they had to do all of Venom. They had to cut something. Yeah, and that, that's an odd choice too to do a whole like old album without yeah. Tom. Well, it's weird. They played "Aliens Exist." Like that's like Tom's yeah. like signature. Like he loves. I don't know, conspiracies and aliens and all that stuff. And just for Tom not to be singing it just doesn't seem right. Now, I heard from a quote-unquote industry insider, sort of, so we'll say unofficial source, that that was added later, that play in that that album. Yeah. Because ticket sales were not doing well. Oh, really? So like, well, we got to do something to boost ticket sales. Uh, Let's just play... Enemy of the State. Oh, it's like twenty year anniversary. Yeah, play that because I think that that was announced later that mm. they're going to do that. It wasn't announced when the tour was announced. It was hey, it's Blink and Little Wayne. Yeah, okay. And then word has it that really poor ticket sales, and then they added that to it, and I guess that boosted it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I believe it. I, don't know. I just didn't seem like there was. I guess when we went three years ago to the show. Like seemed like it was easy to get a group of people to go to the show. Like this time, like I bought tickets ahead of time, thinking I'd find people. And I, like I was like the day of, I was finally found uh, some friends to go with me. Mm. Like nobody is like, oh, the other plane, and eh, I don't need to see him. It's probably because of the aspect of like the last tour that we went to, mm-hmm. like they're back. Yeah, they had like this reunion type of. That's and true. This is like it's a continuation like, oh, yeah. of that it's, it's the, like a it's sequel it's a sequel of a reboot yeah there no you one go. cares about sequels <laughs> of reboots that's, that's a really good way to put it um i think yeah the next time blink will do a really big tour is when tom comes back i was Which, just that was my next question do you think they'll, they'll oh yeah for sure they have to i think right? it, it might be a while i could see it being like another five years from now but i could see like they'll be like the big the tour tom's back and they I don't know if they'll do another album or they probably won't even need to. It's just, hey, Tom's back. That that tour yeah. will do so well. Oh yeah. Like they won't even need Little Wayne. <laughs> nope, they won't need him. You didn't get to see him. Nope. He Little Wayne didn't play because what he got in trouble with know. the with the ho- I think he got in a fight with the hotel staff. The cops Sounds... came and told him, Hey, you need to go somewhere else and they they just left town and like well, I guess they're not no little Wayne, but they had the opener band. Uh, it's called Neck Deep. They were actually really good, so I'd re- they, I think they played just an extra long. The openers played an extra long set, and I really liked them. They're from the the UK, hmm. so yeah, it's a band worth checking out. But it's like, like they're a really good band, but it's just they're like fifteen years too late. <laughs> like just uh, that genre of music is just not fifteen. So what like. The pop punk, what, what, what? yeah, they were like they were like pop punk, like mm. you'd see like a band you would see at Warp Tour, like in 2003. It was that oh. kind of band, like and they were really good, but it, that time's kind of over. It's like that's not what the kids are into nowadays. What are the kids into nowadays? I don't know. We're old. We don't know. They're into Billie Eilish. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but then I asked like my cousin who's uh, like 16, 17, like oh no, I don't listen to her, so I don't know what the kids listen to. Mm. Listen to everything. Yeah. Maybe it was just yeah, we've talked about it before. It's just there's so much out there nowadays that there isn't like a defining band for generations anymore. Just a bunch of singles. Yep. Just everyone gets their own th- everyone gets what they like. And so then there's no one band that everyone likes. There's no investment. There's no tangible items. Yeah. It's just what's in this playlist. It's a different era. Yep. I feel sorry for him. Yeah. I think uh you listened to that uh the podcast with the Black Keys on Joe, uh, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Because yeah, he was talking kind of about that. Like how there's so much good music out there but nobody knows about it. Like like he was saying, like, oh, they don't promote it. But I think it's just it just gets lost in the noise. Like there's probably so much good music out there, but like, are you going to invest in some song that's really good, but you're the only person that knows about it? Well, like, you I'm f- not a hipster. I like good music, but I'm not a hipster. I don't want to be like, 
oh, this song is really good, but I'm the only one listening to it. I want to be able to share music with people and well, be like, okay, I want to go to a event and everyone's listening to the song and everyone's into it. That's what makes it fun. Now, Joe, Joe made that point. You would think, as popular as podcasts are, mm-hmm. you would think more and more current musicians, retired musicians, you know, would have their own shows in yeah. podcast format mm-hmm. that would promote up and coming indie bands. music. Yeah. I mean, it's a no brainer. It's almost like, you know, Spotify and I think I don't know if Apple Music does, but they'll have like so and so's curated playlist. Yeah. So you would think there would be curated podcasts. Maybe there are. I don't know. But I don't know if they're very popular. Yeah. I think because something needs to get on that Joe Rogan level podcast, like right. something on that level. And then whoever's running that say, okay, whoever whoever that person is, like here's my top 40 for, for this month. I wonder if that's something to do with, like it, it, it would have to be completely unsigned music because I don't know if labels will even let that happen. Yeah, probably not. I mean, there's definitely money involved for sure because I think yeah. back in the day when there was radio shows or DJs that did that, there was money going back and forth between the labels. Yeah. So maybe the labels aren't in bed with the podcast creators yet. Yeah, but I think they should just like, who cares what they say? Just Why some not? podcast needs to go out there and just get a huge following. It's like, hey, collectively, you know I have good taste and I'm going to put out good music and we're all going to kind of collectively decide that right. this is this is our music. This is what's going to define our culture. Or this is going to define our generation is this music. I'm in, But I'm who's going to be that person to step up and do it? Well, it's not going to be me. Yeah, but no. I'm in. <laughs> I've been throwing around that idea of doing that podcast with just with music. Yeah, it's a good way to get promotion. Well, not yeah. promotion, but a follow. Like you said, like get a following. Just a, a community yeah. and to share music. It would be cool to have like a St. Louis scene or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not discrediting that, but it's like global. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be geographically constrained mm-hmm. there's some know. i'm, the I'm not we, saying there's, there's i'm almost asking for gatekeep we need gatekeepers again but you need credible gatekeepers so i guess i'm asking a lot so we need a gatekeeper but i need to like them yeah but when you compare it to the old models i mean things were being promoted even though if you didn't see it there was money being tossed around so it, it's kind of like that. Once you get the the high enough standards, because we know like, okay, Joe Rogan, we all know him. He's the yeah. top. I mean, he gets paid. Well, does he get paid? He has to get paid per, like everybody who comes on a show has to be paying him, right? Or is it just, does he um, make his money know. based or solely on ads? I don't think, I think it's just on ads. But you, just, you have that many viewers that you just. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone pays or. He doesn't pay anyone to come on a show. I don't think that's Even like hours. the big guests. They like you know, like certain guests can well, usually only like when do they an have, hour because yeah. you know he's like, well, your hours up. Well, it's it seems like, like when those big guests come on, like they're always pushing something, right? They're always selling something. So it's almost like, like a a, a, full, yeah. like a TV show. So like oh, Bill night. Burr's on the on the uh, on the podcast. Oh, he's got a special coming out. Or that might be a little different because they're friends, Gaffigan, quote unquote yeah. friends. But, but like, even, even he was like, like when Bernie Sanders was on. Yeah, like that but was. He's running like, for president, so that's true. I'm not. Yeah, they're they're always p- promoting or pushing something, but you can tell like the ones where like, okay, your hours up. Okay, your hour yeah, and a half up. Like some manager comes in. Like Bill Burr was at least on for like two and a half hours. Yeah. but you can tell like the ones where, especially just, Bernie Sanders, because I'm like, man, this is short. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's a he's a pretty big guest. Yeah. No. Yeah. The better guest, you can tell it's just three hours. Just oh, goes by. Go, oh, what are you doing later? Like they're just. It's way more informal. Well, maybe after after the current tour, they're on the Black Keys guy. What's his name? I'm like a new uh, Black Keys fan. Yeah. I just knew like their hits. Pat. I guess. Yeah, that's right. Car- Pat Carney? Or is that the follow-up? Pat. Patrick. He needs his own podcast. He's yeah, he's funny. funny. He's and he yeah. loves music. Yeah. So he, he would be a good good one, too. That's what Joe Rogan kept saying. Like, you need to start a podcast. You're like, funny, man. You're funny. <laughs> you need your own podcast, man. I'd listen to it. I'd, I'd subscribe. Yeah. I'd hit that subscribe button. For sure. I probably would, too. I feel like I need that. I need someone to say, hey, like someone who I trust in their taste in music to say, hey, here's five or six cool songs, at least, to check out. Yeah. Yeah, just make like a playlist every month or something and talk about it on the podcast. 
I'm like, okay, I'm just listen to this podcast for a month, and then, or even, or here's a, here's like two albums that I recommend. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just everyone kind of collectively is everyone's listening to that same thing. It's almost like now, like you go out and you talk to people, everyone's watching a different TV show, everyone's watching a different, or uh, listening to a different music. And I feel like back in the day, like everyone, um like a new whatever a big cd would come out and everyone at school was listening to that same cd and then we'd all talk about it like i just don't that doesn't happen anymore i think the only place where that still happens is in sports you know it's like everyone it's tuesday and everyone watched the same Monday oh, night football yeah. game you know but it's not like and i guess you got that a little bit with like a game of thrones or something but so many there's so many shows now that that's happening less and less where well, it's because just this, like a phenomenon where it's like everyone's watching this show the number of streaming services have multiplied and yeah, so you're going to so find many shows. That there's not going to be i'm going to say there's i'm not going to say there's never going to be another show like that but yeah we just don't have a shared culture anymore cuz there's there's just so many options there's so many things that take our money and we can't have them all yeah we can't pay We're, 10 bucks for for 10 different services a month we're drowning in too much stuff someone needs to curate we need the gatekeepers back keep saying it i don't know if that's going to happen i don't know what's going to change yeah i don't know i think it seems like it's just moving farther and farther in the other direction because i feel like we get i think sports is the last refuge of that because sports is the only thing that the internet hasn't ruined yeah it has well i mean as far as i guess sort of but you can't you can't recreate the live yep element of it Mm -hmm. because even concerts but even like well we we talk like think of all these different like you have uh soccer team coming you have xfl coming st louis like even maybe that's gonna get more fractionated with sports that you have everyone like before there was just like maybe had like baseball was like the only game in town really like you'd go back 80 90 years like everyone just was baseball you know and then you get football and hockey and basketball and now even like and now you're having like a secondary football league then you have soccer like that's even get more fractionated there's gonna be a lot of stuff going in town here going on in town yeah the next couple years i don't know actually that was kind of nice that like maybe one good thing when the rams left is that there's only Blues and Cardinals, like it simplified it, and that's it. You're you're in St. Louis, and I think that's that was kind of nice seeing the the Blues uh, do their big run in the Stanley Cup and win the Cup. Is that I feel like it kind of brought the city together. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, everyone was kind of unified, and like everyone's a Blues fan, right? Like you don't even have that. I don't know. There isn't like anyone in St. Louis that's like a random Red Wings fan or something. Like that's just not a thing. Like I feel like that happens in the NFL where. Like we had the Rams, where everybody you just have random Packer fans, you have random Chiefs fans, you have random like, oh well, I grew up in Texas, so I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan or something. But it seemed like everybody, even people who aren't even from St. Louis, they're still Blues fans. And I have I have friends in Kansas City, they're Blues fans because the blue because the the Blues were almost like the Cubs of hockey. The Blues are the Cubs of hockey because of the championship drought. So, and, and, and it's, I don't know if it's a coolness thing, but like the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, uh-huh. they're not cool. They're almost like the Patriots because they're <laughs> in the championship so much. Yeah. Or they've won and they're at least in the playoffs where, oh, yeah, it's another year. Great. You're in yeah. the playoffs. So it's not like as big of an event, big of a deal. Yeah. It's still a big deal. And people love their Cardinals baseball, yeah. especially in October. I'm not saying that, and, but and, it's, it's less of a accomplishment achievement especially this the the past blues run when they never won it you're just kind of waiting for something bad to happen waiting for them to for the bad luck to come in and have them yeah. not win it but when they finally did it man that's you talk about the the biggest celebration in yeah. this city and that's going to like have effects into the future too i think we're going to look back like 10 years from now 20 years from now look back at this time and like re- like and actually t- um like have an appreciation for how special it was yeah like, like this run was like really special like it's almost like it's on that same level like the way i look back at like greatest show on turf 1999 oh yeah with the rams like i think it's going to be on that same level oh yeah as far as we're going to look back and be like that was that was really cool i'm going to remember it every year because they won it on my daughter's birthday there you go yep so i'll I'll know that anniversary every year (laughs) 
It's kind of like, where were you on 9-11? Like, where were yeah. you? And she, <laughs> she's old enough to know. The positive version of it. Like, I got to tell her. Because like, yeah. we were watching the game. She's, I'm like, they want it for you. They yeah. want it on your birthday. So, she, oh, man. She, she was excited. She loved so, it. Oh, my she'll God, be a life, yeah. She'll be a lifetime Blues fan now. I think. As long as the Blues stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see the Blues going anywhere else. Yeah. But I don't know. I've Crazier things have happened. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. Fit like what over fifty years, and they finally won it. Let's see if they can do it two years in a row. <laughs> it's the same team, pretty much. Yeah. Minus minus old Mister Maroon. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not like I'll be honest. I'm not like a huge Blues fan, but like I watch it. I'm like I'm part of the city. Like hey, it's I got pride in St. Louis, so I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna root for the Blues. I became more of a Blues fan once the Rams left. Yeah, it's like well, gotta watch something in <laughs> in uh yeah October, because I I didn't boycott the NFL, but this I w- definitely was not into it that first year. Yeah, like I didn't do any fantasy, I didn't do any pick 'em challenge, and mm-hmm. um, invested in Blues gear and went to the games and paid attention more. So yeah, the Rams leaving made me. I mean. I guess you can call me bandwagon, but every year I've watched them since then, like religiously. Yeah, I've always pretty consistently. Like I'll catch a game here and there during the season, but as soon as the Blues make the playoffs, I never miss a game. After oh that. yeah, playoff hockey. Like it becomes like yeah, playoff hockey. It's like it becomes an event every other day. It's like where are we going to watch the game? Yep. I wish I could say the same thing about baseball. You gonna watch on Thursday? Oh yeah, I I, I watch every game. I but is it on regular TV or you got no, to? No, it's on. Uh, I don't know TBS. Because I don't have cable. But uh, even in hockey, like I almost despise once it goes to the playoffs because like it's not like casual watching. It's no. not like in the background watching. No. It's and it's always on a different network, different announcers. It always yeah. has a different feel, and I don't know. It's like shit. The playoffs are here. <laughs> It's appointment TV. I can't miss it. I have to rearrange my whole schedule, and yeah, it's definitely more like I almost enjoy like the summer baseball more, where the games. I mean, they matter, I guess, but you can just turn yeah, it's, it's on, more have background. it on, it's you can more just listen to it outside grill, and you have the game on. I like that, mm-hmm. but I do love me some some October baseball. It's a different no, because like every every pitch matters. It seems like. So it's just a, the games have a different feel to them, oh. and it's like it's cooler out, so that has a different feel. Shit, not now. Yeah, I think the cold front's coming in. By the time you listen to this, the cold front will have, <laughs> will have moved in. Yeah, I think today was like the last hot day. I think this is gonna be the last day in the nineties for twenty nineteen. Great, we're getting it in before uh, everybody's allergies explodes. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Even though I already had my head cold for the for the season, hopefully. I don't know. Can you believe it's going to be 2020 in a few months? I'm kind of looking forward to it. Why is that? I don't know. It looks cool. Like it's because like it's the future. Yeah. 2020 has a really cool feel to it. Yeah. I think uh, every decade, like the turn of the decade does. Like 2010, remember that? Just 2010. It's cool. It's almost like it's like a, we get like a reset button yeah. on the culture. It's like, okay, the, the 2010s are over. Yep. So what's going to define the 2020s? Oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> That's pretty hard to predict. What's going to define? Yeah, in what, in what genre? Yeah. Like in what terms? I just hope we're alive. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're all alive by 2030. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we've been talking about like pop culture, different like the music. What's it going to be like with the the entertainment as far as like movies and TV shows, sports? What are they going to be like? Like what's going to define the 2020s? Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we talk about that, what defined? Okay, the, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask the same thing. Like, a social media was dominant. Yeah. Well, but it it didn't come out. It came out in what two thousand? Well, let's Facebook, just say the explosion. Facebook is 04 The when explosion it first came out. was pretty Twitter's much like what, 07, but 07, 08, 09. Yeah, but yes, but it kind of been running for a little bit. But like, yeah, the whole 20, 2010s was all social media. Yeah, because by 2010, when did Snapchat come out? After that, I want to say 2012 ish, 2011, yeah. 2012 somewhere. Yeah, so, so social media like and Instagram's around that same time or so. Yeah, so the 2010s, I think social media is going to be defined this decade. Well, 
Like, and everything is, I don't know, everything, like, all marketing. This all, is still Steve Jobs' fault. <laughs> it's all Steve Jobs' fault. He Steve died at the Jobs's. beginning. He died when I'm just 11. saying, his, he innovated the smartphone. <clears throat> Social media became dominant once it moved yep. to the smartphone. So it's maybe... I remember when I just used Twitter They're the, the co-conspirators, the... the Smartphone and social media. Yeah. Like they existed before well, because, 2010s, but they weren't, they became dominant in the 2010s. Because everything was in the now. Yeah. Like pictures and, and tweets and maybe not, I guess, Facebook statuses. It can all be done at, at a moment's notice on your phone. Yeah. When it was, the internet's fast enough and you could, I mean, I guess you could, I mean, Facebook was always on your phone, I guess, but. Uh, not always. Instagram definitely well, wasn't. Instagram was always on the phone. Right. Yeah, it was born on the phone. Same with Twitter, really. I think Twitter started the same year like the iPhone came out. Right. So like I said, like I remember they, using like Twitter on a, on a yeah. browser, and that's it. Yeah, Facebook was born on the browser. Right. But I think Twitter was like kind of was born around the same time as the smartphone became a thing. So I think it's kind of it's more built in its DNA. So nothing really, I'm trying to think. So did anything like new and innovative come out this decade besides just exploding streaming music? That's well, kind of hard to say because there's probably, yeah, a lot, I mean, lots, even streaming like uh, TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Like the whole like Netflix and Hulu's and all those things. Like that's yeah. all. I think those like came- that kind of Like maybe like streaming is like on demand. Like, I guess it existed before, but, like, the whole, like, on-demand became dominant. I remember towards the end of, what was that, 07, 08? I remember I was catching up on Lost, <laughs> and I went I went to the video store and rented the DVDs and just yeah. caught up that way. That's how you'd have to do it back then. Was before, yeah, that was before. It was all on Netflix. Like, oh, man. Yeah. So streaming. Streaming was big. The yeah. Big, the big... uh on-demand streaming, smartphones, social media. What else was big in the 2010s? Uh, Sports pretty much stayed the same. Yeah, I can't think of anything too different about it. I mean, the Patriots are like in the Super Bowl every year. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely more replay. Yeah, but nothing. Sports are sports. That's kind of been the... I don't know. Like the rock. Like it's just sports yeah. has just always just kind of been there. So th- it wasn't like the most innovative decade, but ex- the explosion of it from going from zero to 60, like the amp- amplification of it all, Yeah, we'll say. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we were talking about, yeah. What about music? What is there anything that defines the 2010 music wise? Besides streaming, I guess it's been a better decade for music. Because the decade before was not a good decade for music in terms of like music sales and oh, okay, no one buying yeah. anything and no one signing anybody. And yeah. What about like news wise? Like, I don't know. Or just things this that decade? Have- well, that's easy. Oh. News? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the whole, one word, the whole, baby. The whole election, yeah. One word, yeah. One name. That, that's only the second half of it, though. That's what, all what, I need. What, what even happened between 2010 and 2016? 2010 and 2016, news-wise. Yeah, like what, like big, like culturally news event happened. Killed like something that like like okay, maybe look at it this way, like. 70 years from now, uh, a te- well, they probably won't have a textbook. Like, say there's a history textbook. What what are they going to say happened in the 2010s? Killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. I don't know. So that was Obama. I think it, maybe it's like, yeah. I think as far as like big worldly events, like what big happened during that time? It was a, it was a peaceful time yeah quiet, a, quiet and peaceful that's probably i mean in turn i mean maybe not behind closed doors i know there's a lot of yeah. i'm not gonna make this political but and there's a lot of shady yeah, stuff that went but like nothing that's like really like like we're gonna look back historically speaking like oh this time define 
So the decade before was definitely nine eleven. Oh yeah, for sure. And the and the uh, financial crisis. Yeah, two, yeah, two thousand eight financial crisis and that's a bad decade. Yeah, so he had two big things. But I don't think. I mean, yes, he had the Trump election, but that kind of overtook it. Yeah, but that could just be like because we're living through it right now. Maybe it's a big deal, but maybe looking sure back on it, be a bit like, oh, maybe like kind of a. It'd be like Theodore Roosevelt got elected. It'd be like on that. No, level. I think it's if, if anything, it's gonna be reminiscent of when Reagan got elected. Yeah, kind which, of. It, it kind of has parallels where yeah. a famous actor got elected. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? He's an actor, he's not even a politician, and yeah. then a lot of shady stuff happened afterwards. Yeah, like business stuff, and I don't know. I remember the. I don't remember, but I remember seeing like like the oil shortages. Remember there was early, there was no gas in the in the early eighties and the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And the no Cold War was later. It was the um Cold War was like that was like late eighties. Yeah, it was like eighty nine or something. Yeah. So No, it was with it was with the with the Russians. I guess that wasn't yeah, the, well, that like wasn't they, definitely the yeah, that yeah. was so whatever the The Soviet Union collapsed yeah. about? Everybody was afraid of getting nuked. Yeah. Dark times. We're not there right now. Yeah. They're saying, like, actually, this decade's been really good as far as listening to the podcast. They're talking about, like, world, like, poverty, like, pe- people, like, living on a dollar or less a day. Like, that number has, like, just been, like, almost, like, it's not even, it's, like, almost non-existent now. Like, over the last decade or so, it's just so many people have been lifted out of poverty and it's just kind of happening behind the scenes and nobody really noticed, but it's like, Oh, like poverty is not really a thing anymore. And it's like positive news. Like a lot of good things are happening and, but it doesn't make the nightly news. Really? Yeah. That I think that the UN had a goal to like eliminate so much poverty by a certain year and they hit it like way ahead of schedule. You're talking about worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Worldwide, like global poverty has been pretty much just wiped out. Like it's like barely a thing. And it's like the only place where like starvation is an issue is like where it's like they politically don't have it together, like a North Korea or something. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. poop in the streets. Yeah. That's what I thought you were getting at. No, but thought, yeah, like worldwide, like poverty is just like that's a pretty positive thing. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of positives. Yeah, it's I mean, like because you, you just don't see it. Like you people just, don't talk about the positive things. I mean things. take away the news aspect out of it. I mean, yeah, there hasn't been, I mean, knock on wood, there hasn't been a financial crisis yeah. this decade. Listen, gas is relatively cheap at yeah. the moment. Yeah, gas cheap. Just wait till that second term, though. Trump, oh, he's going he's gonna to sock it to us. <laughs> That's when all the action will happen. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, but I guess life's pretty good. Like I say, like deaths from war are like way down. Like there's never been a more peaceful time in like all of human history. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, like there is still war and it's terrible, but it's just, it's not as you're not worried about you getting drafted and going into war right now. And there's a lot of, I mean, we're talking about bad parts of technology. Technology makes a lot of things easier nowadays. I just like everyday stuff like Uber and Lyfts are freaking awesome when you're in the right, you know, if you're in a bigger city, not so much where we live, but yeah, it's like you, drunk driving is gone. It's great. And like drunk driving accidents get, have gone down. I can get picked up anywhere and dropped off anywhere. Yeah. You don't have to worry about parking. You still have to do traffic a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, just little stuff like that. Airline tickets, how easy it is just to, yeah. it's all on your phone now. Don't have to worry about. It's actually pretty cheap to travel. Yeah. Like I, I went to Europe, what, last year or the year before. I went to China. It's like, I don't know, like a generation or two ago, like, oh, I'm just going to. Decide to go to China on a whim. So did you go to China, you have to get in specific. So like under a grand round trip? Yeah, for the plane ticket, it was under $1,000. Oh, my God. I think it was like 600 or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's crazy to think. I, I can go to the other side of the planet yeah. for 600 bucks. I went to 10 years, to 12 years ago, I went to Europe, and it was like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 yeah. and that's, round trip. Yeah, just for inflation, too, on top of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like that's crazy. Like, we live in a cool time. We live in a pretty cool time, and people take it for granted. I think. Yeah, we'd be a little more, have a little gratitude. Maybe we need like a temporary just, just reset. Like, grid goes down for like <laughs> three days, just for people to appreciate it. Just the people to appreciate how how good we got. How it. good most of us. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that yeah. aren't doing too well, but 
you know, in terms of comf- comfortability. Yeah, like comforts. And it seems like our biggest problems are, are not problems with material wealth. Like everyone has plenty of everything. It's like nobody's starving. Like most people have, like. Says the single guy. Yeah. <laughs> like people aren't you can't starving. Say that. I mean, I'm like sure people have heating and cooling. People I'll have. Say more than usual. Because yeah. there's plenty of people who are, you know, living yeah, paycheck to paycheck and, you know, things aren't getting cheaper by any means. Yeah. And. But it's like if, but your basic needs are covered. Like a lot of times, like people might be in a hard time financially because like they're chasing status type things. Like you probably bought a car that was a little more car than you. Like if you can get a beater junker car for pretty darn cheap and you'll be fine and you can get to where you're going to go. Yeah. You're not going to look cool going around, but Hey, you can drive across town and put 20 bucks of gas in it and you can get wherever you need to go. But if anything like that, that want or need for, for luxury items like that uh-huh. has gone down. I think like it's not lifestyles of the rich and famous like it was in the eighties or even yeah. the nineties. I feel like people are more comfortable with like that mindset of, eh, I drive this. It just gets me from point A to point B. Yeah. I don't really care what it is as long as it's reliable as opposed to 20 years ago where it was, oh, I need this car because <laughs> my neighbor has this car. I need a, yeah. a better car. I think that stuff will always be with us. Like I'm just saying it's, it's not as glamorized anymore. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, I guess maybe it was a media thing. Maybe it was a TV or movie thing that, you know, everybody had the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Now there's like a, a, not a movement by any means, I guess just a people being more comfortable with what they have. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think there's still, I think that still exists. So there are still people that, I don't know. Does, I don't know. Have need luxury things. I don't Sucks know. for They're them. Still, yeah. I don't know. I'm not that type of person. I don't know, but I probably am to some extent. Like I'm not gonna, like my car is decent. But like if it was a beater, I, like I, I had an 03 Jetta and I bought a 2010 Jetta, you, you know, go. it's like, I'm and, driving. and like my 03 Jetta worked perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, eh, I want the newer style, you know, like it's, I'm not buying a yeah, brand a new 2010. car. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I just don't want like a really old car. That's I, yeah. So it's, it's still there. It's just not as, I don't know. I'm not going from like luxury to super luxury. I'm just going from not a complete beater to just okay. Yeah. I drive a t- 2010 as well. Yeah. Looking back, it's like, man, it's kind of an old car, but hey, it works. Yeah. So what is okay? Some twenty tens almost done. Yeah. What do you think is gonna be the twenty like the big one of the big things in twenty twenty? Give me a t- like. I don't know. Cate- yeah, I'm trying category? to. Give me a category. Know. Well, since this is the Hate His podcast, and music, music. I don't know. I just see it going more and more in the same direction. I don't. I don't know. Because then you get like the pendulum just goes so far in one direction that, no pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, the, the pendulum swings one way that maybe it'll swing back the other. That you'll maybe the 2010 or 2020s will have, there'll be some artists will emerge that'll just completely dominate. It's like I think people are hungry for that. I think there's just yeah. someone's going to emerge as just a, a decade defining artist is going to come out this, this decade. There you go. I'm going to predict it now. Let's go. The, the pendulum's going to swip the other way. Okay. I, I don't feel know like who it is or what the style's going to be, but someone's just going to take everybody by storm and like, wow, like they're going to do something that no one else has done. Like they're just going to redefine music, redefine a genre, redefine something that's just going to capture the youth. And it's just, that's what this decade's going to be known for. It's going to be like a Beatles level. Oh, people, people are already comparing Billie Eilish to Kurt Cobain. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be her. That's kind of sad. But. Yeah. I feel like in the last like, year or two, like music, like the industry, like they finally, like they're getting a grasp back on things. Like before that, like when, when no one was buying music and before streaming services were big, like. Like they have a business They're just at now. a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they were just so much chaos got introduced to the music industry that it, it took them two decades to recover. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like, like Napster. That was what two decades ago. Two thousand. Yeah, I think they're maybe before that. Do you think now they finally maybe? have 
a grasp on it? It just feels like it. Well, with streaming services, like they're behind streaming services now, labels are. Um, but in terms of ways, I mean, you know, it's I've I predict that once technology is caught up, you're going to be seeing a whole lot of hologram tours. Yeah. A whole lot. Maybe not in this decade. Maybe in this decade. Yeah, this, I think so. Or the next decade. Okay, so what what tours sell the most right now? What do you think? I'm not sure. You're asking 80s a- arena rock. Oh, really? Or 70. You know, like old, like they're considered oldies kind of, but like the feel-good rock show, Yeah. Kiss, Poison... Motley Crue to an extent. So the big arena. Yeah. But once those bands are gone, like dead gone. Yeah. You bring the holograms back. You could still watch them. Or even, um, maybe not deep fake. I don't know. Did you see the Black Mirror with Miley Cyrus? Uh Uh-huh. That type of show. Because remember, she wasn't there. And in in like the backstage, they had like, just a person doing the motion and then they use technology to put her on the stage. Yeah. So I don't know what you call that, what type of technology you call that. So basically you can put anybody up on stage using technology. Yeah. But maybe like actually that could go along with what I'm saying. Someone's going to emerge as a dominant uh, artist. Like that artist will take advantage of this technology. And so like on one night, everyone together is going to like, I'm just going to my concert everywhere on this one night. So it's just like, okay, I'm only doing like one show this summer on this tour is just one show, but it's going to be in every city, everyone like worldwide. Everyone's going to experience the same show at the same time. I think that'd be awesome. Like that's something like it'd be awesome, but that would be kind of weird. I know. That's what would be awesome. about. I mean, maybe we're at some point we'll get used to that. Knowing that like, Hey, my eyes are seeing them on stage, but we know they're not there. They're not actually there, but it is still live. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm sharing this experience with someone in London. I'm sharing this experience with someone in New York, and we're in St. Louis watching it, or some like they're yeah. in uh, California watching. Like, and it could even be like on small, like, like you could do that projection in like, like a mid-sized city, like a Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Like there'd be just some stage or some venue there that's going to do that same projection technology there, so everyone is sharing in the same experience. That'd be cool. I think someone should do that, or someone will do it. The technology's not there quite yet. Yeah, but, but it's just like, but it becomes, I think they have it. It's just, it's not like, they haven't simplified well, it. They haven't like mastered it To make it not it look yet. like a movie. I mean, yeah. I, you can watch a movie, but to make it look like a real oh, yeah, like show. Oh, yeah, they're real there and yeah. But you can even, but you can do like the, like they did in the Black Mirror episode. They can make the person right. three times as big and they can do a lot, kind of a lot of tricks like that. But it's just like a one show that everybody's watching live together. Because you kind of get that with TV shows that, like you had it with Game of Thrones that everyone was sitting down watching it at the same time and people were tweeting about it live. Hating on it. But it's like, but everyone's like at their own house by themselves doing it. Like imagine like everyone, almost worldwide, collectively, everyone goes somewhere. And so you're in a room with 2,000 other people. Like maybe it's like at the pageant at St. Louis or something. Like you're in a room with 2,000 people and you're sharing this experience and you're also sharing that like my friend that's living in D.C. right now, he's going to the exact same show on the exact same night and now we can talk about it too. Let's hope that the next generation, I guess that'll be a generation apart, uh-huh. will want that. I think they will. As opposed, right. Because like you said, everything swings. Yeah. So like this young generation has been known for, I don't know every single young person, but has been known for being antisocial. Yeah. Like I want to do everything from my room mm-hmm. type of thing. So hopefully the pendulum will swing until the other direction. Like I'm tired. I want to get off. Yeah. The, I want to, I want to experience life. Exactly. Go outside and yeah. Like share we shelter so much that like, I want to have a share. I want to be part of something big, you know? And I don't know. It's going to take, like there's going to be some, some artist is going to figure that out. You could technically do that with football then or any sport. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, that's kind of like what the Super Bowl is. Kind of. You know? I mean, it's not it's not on that scale or whatever. So but. if you could somehow project like the, where the technology is so advanced where like you can't tell if it's a human down there or a projection, mm-hmm. all you need is a field 
yeah. or a concert stage or something, well, and you just project it down, and it'll happen in one spot for real. Yeah. Here's a perfect example of that. The last year in the playoffs for the Blues, everyone wanted to go to the Enterprise Center to watch the game. They didn't want to just sit at home and watch oh, it. We all knew that. Yeah. We got turned away. Well, sort of got turned away. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it's the same idea where it's like, it's yeah, we're just watching a TV screen. Like, yeah, they'll make the technology better that you can actually have it projected for real. But even just like the whole idea of that coming together as a community, coming together with 20,000 people to watch something. Like that's Pretty, that's the part that makes it so much cooler. So much better. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know. Yeah, it's the shared experience. I just hope the water cooler conversations come back. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever you want to call it because there's, I mean, I guess there's still water coolers. but Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that everyone experienced the same thing. And maybe it'll be a multiple artists. Like once they figure this out, it's like, oh, okay, next uh, next Wednesday is going to be this artist night. And then next week is going to be a different artist that's going to do the exact same thing. Then maybe it'll just be like some some media company is going to figure this out. It's not even going to this. I keep saying an artist, but it might be just some company, some media artist is going to figure out how to do it. And then they'll have they'll bring in the different artists. So back They'll to, be the new gatekeepers. Back to my imagination whatever you want to call it so would you want to see an artist that's not even around anymore like nirvana or oh so go that route with it well if you can you can make anybody on stage look like anybody yeah and basically you're just a tribute like the real music is just people playing like a tribute band yeah they could tell you that it might actually be like a yeah, because it doesn't even have to be like, okay, it's just single artists. Like, it's just, it's a show. Yeah. And like, it, it's almost be like its own. And that you can be, do like remixes of, okay, now Kurt Cobain's going to come out. And yeah. now, uh, um, here comes the Beatles in 19, mid 1960s, they're going to come out. So it's almost like a super, super interactive tribute show. Yeah. The, 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 that's what, that's my hope that technology is introduced in that way, where it's not the same thing, obviously. But the money you're paying, even though tickets will probably be 200 bucks <laughs> to pay for the technology, yeah. but you're going to pay that and you're seeing a really good show. Yeah. That will want us to go and spend the money and go see those things. Yeah. Will the youth care about it? I don't know. But like no, I'm, I think, like I'm yeah, seeing I now, like, you like, could do, like the sky's the limit. You could do all kinds of things. What's uh, it's called Magic Leap or whatever. Is that what it is? Like it's like, it's kind of like an idea of it, like, but they, they had all these kids in this arena. I think it's the, the video's fake, but it's the idea is real, is that you had all these kids in this gymnasium and you had this projection in the middle of the, like, uh, middle of the basketball court and it was like a, a whale jumping out oh, and cool. like splashing. And so you could do, you could do crazy things with this projection. Like it doesn't have to be just the artist performing. Like you can have a, a crazy show. Like you could have oh, yeah. almost like gladiator battles or you could have like, crazy like like spaceship fights or you can do you can go any direction you can think of like it almost like might even replace the movie you know yeah i wouldn't even think it's talk about that movie yeah so my battery my battery on my computer's got five percent okay so we're gonna do like not a, like a really fast wrap up but so i hope in the next decade more of that yeah so is that ai well, is that considered ai no that's not ai so is that what i mean what is that hologram yeah i guess yeah hologram technology more hologram hologram technology. and like i guess streamed live streamed events okay maybe that's a bad way to put it like just more shared experience like things that will cause the we call it the uh, water cooler conversation more more water cooler more shared entertainment experiences and less fractionation less fractionation less uh keyboard hatred <laughs> More yeah backlash yeah i think people are just over the whole social media i'm kind of like i just find myself less and less on social media all the time you can tell because there's like backlashes over backlashes now yeah i think people are just kind of done with the social media thing yeah and not, I, not I, done with it but just like th- the it's like we're in a new era of well you follow media. the youth you follow yeah. the, the young people and and according new- to the news articles i read they're sponsored by somebody they say that you know they're not joining social media yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. I guess I got, and I have a lot of a lot of people I know personally that just aren't, um, just aren't even on social media. They're just like, nope, just don't want it, don't want it to be part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm still there, but just not as much. I hope that there is football in this town still. <laughs> yeah, 
And I don't know. I feel like this is like a New Year's show. Like, what's your? It, it does feel like a New Year's show. Oh, I mean, this might be the last one we do of the year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. We only have two months left. Three months. Uh, but in terms of predictions, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we did more pop pop culture. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, there's no big war or nothing like that. Or we do. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be terrible. Or some like. The grid goes out or something. Hopefully nothing like that happens. God. Yeah, let's hope we're all alive in 2030. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be the Amish hanging out. Maybe. That'll be 2030. will be the uh, the decade of the Amish. Decade of the Amish. On that note, my computer's going to die. I want to save this before it does. All right. So this has been the Heydays Podcast. Peace out. See you next year, maybe. <laughs> next decade. Later. Bye.